You know what makes your dick feel huge is when you're just jamming it in the mouth of a shrunken head. <laughs> Perspective is nine tenths of the wall. There are good movies and there are great movies, but that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. We're angry. We are four film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find. Centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Hello. Casey. Hell yeah. And Juice. Who's driving this bus? Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Dave, what's this month's theme? This month, our theme is hell ish like hell dash ish like movies are a little bit hell either to watch or just hell in the goddamn movie last week we watched the b movie highway to hell which was a goddamn delight at least for me this week it's juice's turn and he's bringing something with kind of the same energy as that one juice what did we watch yeah, surprisingly, it does have very similar energy. And I'm with you, Dave. I really enjoyed Highway to Hell, and uh, I think we had a lot of fun this week, too. I brought, from 2011, starring one of our favorite actors, Nick Cage, in Drive Angry. Apparently, you, you drive while, while in, enraged. He did do both of those things. Uh-huh. So, I guess, success? Before we have too much success, we're going to need an elevator pitch, Juice, where you sell us on this movie in 10 seconds or less. So here's your setup. You're driving down the highway in your stolen 1969 Charger when the cops pull up next to you. Turns out it's not the cops. It's actually like an aspect of death that's hunting you down to drag you back to hell. So in the 10 seconds before he gets his oily Hugo Boss mitts on you, sell us on this movie. All right, cue non-distinct rock music. Nick Cage is super pissed about his daughter being murked, so he recruits, I guess, Kid Rock's daughter, Kimmy, and drives around all angry like shooting people till he finds his granddaughter. Ten seconds, right on the nose, Juice. Woo. You packed a lot into that. You yeah, drove like, through that angrily. Yeah, I did. Oh, see what you I was did super there. Pissed. You did. You, you did leave out the fact that he literally escaped from hell, which feels like it's burying the lead a little bit. <laughs> Well, they didn't bury the lead for this movie, so I figured I'd do him a fucking favor. That's true. Well, Casey, unfortunately, you are standing in the road right next to what appears to be a giant blockade of police cars. Just as I approach the blockade, you see from the other side a hydrogen truck. You got about 10 seconds before a cop car crushes you. Uh, Sell us your pitch. Nick Cage puts childhood chore enthusiasm into a film that feels just as fun as picking up dog shit in spring. Spoiler, they don't reveal he's dead until the end of Act 2. Nine seconds. Yeah, yeah, you, you squeaked in a little bit sooner than me. You just barely in. See, Dave, Spoiler. Casey addressed the inner elevator pitch. That's true. We don't get to the fucking death part until the third act. Uh, it's, it's barely a framing device. Like It's supposed <laughs> to be a major plot point, but they really don't spend much time on it. All right, let's go over the plot of the film we watched this week before we go on a rant about it. Nick Cage is a man on a mission to find and kill the cult leader, Jonah King. King's planning to sacrifice a child to bring about Satan in a new world order, as you do when you're a cult leader. If that isn't bad enough, the intended baby Tartar happens to be the granddaughter of Nicolas Cage, or rather his character, John Milton, who's... Is he lost? Like, lost in paradise? A little fucking Uh on the nose, don't you think? I mean, what kind of subtlety were you expecting in a Nick Cage film, though? All right, Milton meets Piper, who's pretty much just Kid Rock in a hot chick body. 
Piper agrees to drop off Milton at an old prison where Jonah wanted to finish his Breeders for Satan program. Oh, fuck. That's an accurate description. And I hate you. I stopped donating to them. Oh. (laughs) Milton's being pursued by a supernatural figure that calls himself the Accountant, which is just a suited William Fichter with strength enough to snap a Louisville slugger like a fucking toothpick and a coin he can flip in the air and turn into an FBI badge. It was basically the psychic paper from Doctor Who, so he uses that to just kind of convince the cops to give him his car so he can drive. Angry. Angry drive. It's the movie. Isn't that on the nose, too? Never mind. The accountant is angry because Milton stole a rotary shotgun. The God Killer. Milton and Piper follow King to an abandoned church where they're ambushed, captured, the accountant hot on their heels. Yeah, just long enough for King to blow Feld Milton, except unlike Blofeld, King shoots Milton in the goddamn face. <laughs> right in the fucking eye. Ow. Ow. Satisfied with the killing, Jonah King whisks Piper into his Winnebago, unaware that Milton's woken up from his temporary death nap, and that a charger can catch a fucking Winnebago in like five minutes flat, even if the Winnebago's got a one-hour head start. And through no lack of ramming, shooting, and punching, Piper gives King the old Irish goodbye. She jumps out the back window and onto the hood of the now-destroyed charger, which I am still not over. It's the only thing in this movie I cared about. Oh, come on. But what about, like, the old, convenient, mechanic, gang, former friend dude that, like, ended up giving him a 71 Chevelle? The mechanic tells Piper about how Milton was killed, and Milton tells everybody about hell. Which, the fire isn't the worst part. It's that you're forced to watch a shitty drama about your friends and loved ones. Years of K-drama have been preparing me for this. (laughs) (laughs) You guys fucking made fun of me. (laughs) Joke's on you. Wait, so then do I just have to watch you watch (laughs) K-dramas? Oh, no, because that's actually entertaining. And there's real emotion there. The whole scene just feels like an awkward Thanksgiving dinner where somebody's having a flashback. Milton whispers something to Super Mechanic and rides off towards the abandoned prison for his final showdown. Milton manages to drop most of King's followers, and Piper almost snipes King, but kills one of his followers instead because the holy handgun kicks worse than the 44 Magnum in Police Academy. And King takes this opportunity to really just capitalize on his Bond villain Manson vibe and only talks about killing the baby while just not doing it at all. He gives Milton enough time to retrieve the god killer and blast his soul into a well-animated vortex. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was... A poorly animated vortex. That's complete... still charitable. <laughs> <laughs> now complete, Milton pretends to die and gills Piper into taking his grandchild. Off to the fire station with that kid. Like, no, no, no. I'm still going to Florida in my fucked up Chevelle. Uh, yeah. They're, yeah. That's why fire stations are there. They even joke about it. Like, ha, ah, she thought you were actually dead and took your baby. you know they'll fake your death and leave someone with your kid gag love it classic with all the tasks checked off of his to-do list the accountant summons a 57 chevy for milton to drive back into hell all right it's not as sexy as the chevelle but you know i could do worse it's not like they're gonna ruin the 57 chevy with shots of nick cage fake driving it in a poorly animated hellscape that looks way worse than 2005's constantine yeah that's that's exactly what they're gonna do Okay, we can't get caught up on hell because I can't let this baby thing go. <laughs> you just gave your Wait, granddaughter what, what if, what if you're at a fire to a woman who is being hunted by several states police and has already been put under oh, yeah. the shoot to fucking kill category. They keep saying, shoot out their tires, a.k.a. that means their head. Yeah, and you want her to be bad. holding your fucking grandbaby? 
she is responsible for killing two state troopers. She shot one, and that one, while going down, shot the other state trooper a couple of times. So she technically killed two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was also in the highway accident where, oh, yeah. like, 20 people died, and the guy that was driving the car has been dead for 20 years. So are oh, you yeah. gonna, like, how is that going to hold up in court? Uh, He's also, gone. Her ex-boyfriend that she lived with and just fled the state from was found pinned to the wall with a Louisville oh, yeah. slugger through the face. And like, she didn't do it, but she's absolutely getting blamed for that one. She's going right. to ultra jail, man. Moon jail. She's on moon jail. Oh man. That is the sequel that we need. It says following Piper's story of what happens after all this shit. Now she's on the lamb oh, yeah. getting blamed for all this. Drive angry too. moon jail. <laughs> That jail from the beginning of Men in Black 3 that the alien breaks out of and you find out it's on the moon. She's in there in the cell next to him. I just don't, you know, I'm not trying to discriminate, but I just don't think I would hand my baby to someone who is constantly in the line of getting sniped. Look at Face Off. Another Mm. Nick Cage movie. Coming from the woman who's about to leave it at a fucking fire station. I mean, come on. Right, they're professionals. They're all fucking (laughs) CPR certified. I'm not. What am I going to do with that baby? I don't have a car seat in this Chevelle. They're actually, like, if you put a car seat in a Chevelle, it will explode. That's true. There's too much 70s man energy into that. The yeah. Or the the car, no, the whole car. <laughs> right. Look, okay. I don't I don't know what the movie's plan was with the baby. I'm just glad we didn't have to see Amber Heard and Nick Cage have sex because I was really oh, scared God. that was going to happen for a while. Me too. I was too. I was like, oh, God, no, no, no. Right. We, we do have to see ah. Nick Cage have sex with a waitress named Candy, and that's unpleasant. I want to know what Candy's thought process in all this was when she goes to hook up with Nick Cage and he just says, okay, I'm just pulling my penis out through the zipper. Uh, I'm remaining <laughs> fully dressed. In one hand, I will hold a loaded gun. In the other, a fifth of whiskey. You do with this situation what you will. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You also forgot I'm going to be smoking a cigar, and I'm going to be wearing my sports shades in fucking door. Fucking right. Oakleys. Wait a yeah, minute. Damn Oakleys. Who follows what? through on that? I don't know. I think I figured, oh, well, I, okay, I can't answer that question for you. Candy <laughs> needs her own. Nick Cage just needed to be in the room when the assassins came, and he really had no sexual desire because he's dead. He probably has no feeling in his dick. Oh, no, he like, didn't. He well, was starfishing on her bad. I felt, right, like, I felt bad for Candy. Oh, because I also was thinking, like, maybe that's just how Nick Cage fucks because the only thing he cares about also is, like, memorabilia. <laughs> In money. (laughs) So I don't think he can get pleasure from sex. He can only get pleasure from, like, sniffing Michael Jackson's glove and shit like that. If he can't have a Tyrannosaurus Rex skeleton watching him while he fucks, then what is life? Anyway, all of this is the lead up to a scene where we get to watch Nick Cage have shoot him up sex with Candy while a bunch of people bust into the room and he murders all of them. Except it's not as well done as shoot him up, which came first. Or crank. Shoot him up. Shoot him up, yeah. Crank it's also not as good to shoot first. him up or crank, and it's weird there's that many examples of people having <laughs> sex and doing yeah. a shootout. The, you said while watching the movie, like, oh, well, at least it was kind of creative. I was like, no, it wasn't. 
that well, was okay. I, it wasn't necessarily creative, but at one point, while Nick Cage was inside Candy, <laughs> he got tased oh. with a cattle prod, yes. and you could see from the reaction that it was going through his penis and electrocuting Candy as well. As it would. And that is such a dumb <laughs> idea, but I love it. And she fucking like does a fake orgasm because of it. I don't think she was coming. I think she was getting an electric DNC with Nick Cage's dick. The mental image of this being done via electrified Nick Cage penis is what made it weird, okay? I don't think this is the first time that Candy has taken maybe an electric dick because she used to be in the infomercials with Billy Blanks for Typo. Another shitty cinema alumni. Yes, because she was a soap opera star and then she's on some like, you know, TV crime shows and shit. But yeah, she helped sell Typo. Good for her. Double time. Do all supernatural beings have weird electro sex? Do you think they count in like Jizz's electricity too? I assumed that he was like a Ken doll under there. You know, he's a, a personification of an aspect of death. He probably well, doesn't have parts. I, I don't know that he's like so much of a personification of death as he is kind of retrieving something that got away, like a like a bounty hunter, basically. Yeah, like a devil hunter. Or yeah, devil bounty hunter. Okay, yes, maybe that's what his job title is, but he also just straight up murders a bunch of dudes throughout the course of this movie while he's chasing yeah. Nick Cage. Yeah, and, like, guys. you're not retrieving anything. You, ju- you just stole those people down there, man. Well, no, no, it's an automated <laughs> process. He just goes after the ones that escape. Yeah. That's why he looked so, like, happy to be with Nick Cage because, like, I haven't been out in forever. Yay. Oh, I keep looking at these cubicle walls, and it just smells like brimstone. I don't know who these kids are in this picture. They aren't (laughs) mine. I don't remember why I was posing with them. Who gave me this gun? (laughs) I don't know. Arguably, the accountant's like the most interesting character in the movie, though. Or maybe it's just Fickner is the best actor in the movie. He was a lot of fun in this. I got the same feeling off of him as I do. uh, God, what's the, the guy from the insurance commercials? The mayhem, the mayhem guy? guy? The mayhem guy, yeah. I got the same feeling off yeah. him as the mayhem guy from the insurance commercials. <laughs> like, if mayhem and uh, Agent Smith had a baby. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, Ooh. it it felt like, yeah, it okay, felt like yeah. he was yeah. like the, the jazzier yes. version of Agent yes. Smith. Like, I'm going to get you, but I'm um, going to break a couple hearts on the way by. You know right, I mean? because he's still suited and serious, but he also just drops F-bombs and, like, fucks with people and breaks the shit out of them when he has to, so... Okay, so the you. first time I watched this, I thought that he was alluding to he was Jesus Christ, because when the two stoners find him in the <laughs> cop car, they're like, Jesus, and he's like, Carpenter, short hair. Despite Dep- what you've heard. Despite what you hair. heard, fuck what you heard, he likes short hair. <laughs> So I was like, that guy has short hair. Is he like rock and roll suit Jesus? Like, is he corporate rock Jesus? He just met <laughs> Jesus. Like, correspondence, oh. you know, there there was a fucking a convention where they all got up and he got to meet Jesus once. It's hell-ish month and he's from hell. But, you know, you gotta, you, you work with your other team, right? It's not like they're not working partners just because they're on different sides. Passion of the Christ to the accounting. <laughs> 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 I might actually watch that one. The accountant was a good example of my favorite method of addressing lore, which they did throughout this movie, which is to just fucking not and do whatever you want. 
it was a and lot I like Hellboy that. with that. Like, we're just going to yeah. mention things right. here and there, and you fucking figure it out. Right. You make the bread. And you know what? You make the plot, too. You know. <laughs> now it's your movie. Nick Cage escapes hell with a magical shotgun with revolving barrels that can kill gods. Any newer movie would have spent like 12 minutes explaining where this came from and why it can do that. Don't Drive Angry's it. response, shut the fuck up, nerd, it can. <laughs> right, and guess right. what? This isn't fucking 3D. You're welcome. Right? How why can it kill gods? Because it says God's God violent killer. death on the board. <laughs> like, it's called the God Killer. Why wouldn't it be able to kill a god? But but how did he get out of hell? Ah, uh, he just walked out. He just drove. Yeah, he just drove out. Just, just drove out angrily. Right. If you what pretend you know what you're doing, a lot of people won't ask you questions. <laughs> Works in hell too, right. huh? I also love the mental image because we get the long monologue from Nick Cage about how hell is just you being shown a continuous like movie reel of all your loved ones suffering uh, back on Earth. But then I guess there's also just like a car and a road you can leave on there too. Yeah, it's just hanging out. I'm pretty sure that it just means in hell you're on Facebook and you can't silence anyone's stories. You can't unfriend anyone. You have to look at all of your family's posts all the time, all your friends' posts. What is Facebook? Your loved ones and friends and family suffering out loud for the world to see. Occasionally get a recipe. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're in hell. We're in hell, you guys. Where does Ghost Rider fit into this? Ah, uh, that's just Nick Cage's fantasies. You just shut your cake hole, Dave. We haven't figured that out. Fuck. Okay. Oh, no. Okay, I get it. Ghost Rider is at the end of Hellcop when Hellcop get his fucking brains blown out. And it's like the last, you know, oh, death roll that he like has. next form. Yeah. Oh, okay. When does he become Goku? Can we have that Nick Cage movie? Can we have <laughs> Dragon a Dragon Ball, Ball Cage? Cage? <laughs> Dragon Ball Cage. Come ha! I want him to play every character. Please and yeah. thank you. I don't know yeah. who I asked for that, but I can we make yeah. it? Yeah. Only if one of them is Piccolo and he has to apply his own makeup. I yeah. would not have it any other way. Just this Nick Cage great. smeared in green paint. Or that girl that eats too many medibles and does makeup videos i want her to give him the fucking <laughs> piccolo makeup <laughs> and i also want that movie oh i don't know this kind of like anime this movie was like watching a little kid smash dolls together oh, yeah. like the cars the shootout scenes but like not like a normal little kid like a like a seven-year-old who's seen porn a seven-year-old <laughs> that found his old man's like three porn dvds and he's like yeah i know what sex is i got a leg up on everybody this is his fucking yeah, weird first definitely. grade art museum project is that because every car flips just it just flips over fucking everything yes every car flips divider flip a There's bunch of times so many fake boobs for no reason everything is weirdly sexualized yeah. like everyone yeah. is like almost about to fuck at any point God, everybody's so horny for Nick Cage, and I do not understand it. The waitress in the first scene. The waitress in the first scene just walks up and is basically like, you're going to ask me on a date? What the fuck? Like, and she is poking her boobs at him hard. 
she grabs his hand and like wraps her fingers in it. She does some what? really weird shit to a customer that she just met for the first time who looks God. like Nick Cage does in Drive Angry. Yeah. She also tries to fuck the accountant. Like, did she do a bunch of E before work? Uh, like, no, did no. Forget, she forget, like, was, oh shit, it's Friday. Th- she can't decipher, like, am I working at a cafe or am I in a strip club right now? I'm just going to be me. <laughs> I'm just going to, yeah, you know what I, fucking rock on to her. Then she's by the dumpster. She's like, which job am I at? Whatever. This guy's got a suit on. He's sniffed me. He's into it. He. Why was the accountant a sniffer? Was he like supposed I, to be I a hell dog? Yeah, he, he could, yeah, like, he was smell scents and shit. He was sniffing out Nick Cage because yeah. he'd occasionally he'd sniff he looks and then like talk about. I could and... follow his smell. <laughs> <laughs> the, between the hair plugs, the clothes, I. I could probably follow his scent, well, too. Well, yeah, we know that Nick Cage has sex with his clothes on. Imagine oh, how yeah. fucking dirty and crusty his fucking, the crotch of his pants must be. You can Ooh, smell that shit from And miles. he's technically dead, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, how old is he in this movie? Because old men get a get a smell. You guys, all three of you are going to get a smell. When they first cast Nick Cage, uh, they were hesitant on doing so because the original character was supposed to be 70 years old. And so apparently they just hand waved it that he didn't age while he was in hell. Yeah, they also said that he was about forty, and I'm like, I'm about forty. Like, yeah. he's not about <laughs> fucking forty. He's actually, <laughs> Nick Cage is fifty-seven years old now, so he'd have been, you know, late forties, mid to late. Yeah, does but, he look mm, about forty? It doesn't matter how old years. they are. If I'm describing someone, they look old as fuck. I'm going to give them. Their age, they look, not what's on their birth certificate because I'm trying to find them. I'm not going to be super complimentary. I got to be real. I'm trying to find this person. You know what I mean? I'm not going to be like, she has perfectly blonde hair. It's going to be easier to find. Like, she has three inches of roots. It looks like shit. Have you seen her? (laughs) (laughs) Like, like you you can't Snapchat filter the wanted poster. It just doesn't. You're shooting yourself in the foot. (laughs) So, wait, he actually had dog ears? <laughs> was he an actual dog man? What else is the government hiding from us? Oh, look at his tongue. It's so cute. It's, okay. In this movie's defense, it is very much a grindhouse film, yeah. which mm-hmm. means it's not trying to tell a good story. It's trying to tell a cool story. And I didn't, right. I'm, not, I'm not saying it accomplished that necessarily, but that is what they're going for with the it genre. It's also like not trying to give anyone any kind of character. Name one thing about Piper that isn't to do with her being hot or having too much makeup on. She swears uh, a lot. Uh, she's really good at hitting guys. Only the movie was trying really hard to be an ultra profane, you know, grindhouse thing for like the first half. And then they just forgot about that. And nobody cussed at all for the back half of the movie, which made it weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, they lay off it. Right. If you'd equally distributed this or just not on one of these halves, it'd have been fine. It went from Dolomite to Noozles. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I love that Nicolas Cage Ridiculous Investments was an autocomplete. Uh, let's see. Oh, he's bought two islands, two albino king cobras, allegedly used for protection. Others say he used it for sexual activities. I don't know much about Nick Cage's penis. I really don't want to. That's a mm-hmm. that's a topic I'd mm-hmm. like to remain ignorant about. <laughs> you know who knows a little bit about Nick Cage's penis? Who? His son, because he made a music to fuck to in this movie. <laughs> 
Oh, like, Jesus I know Christ. what I've heard through the walls of the dungeon. I know what I heard. <laughs> I know what he likes. Generic rock music. Generic ass rock music. That yeah, it's during the scene when he's having sex with Candy and shooting people, and there's a song that plays that at the time made me think, wait, did they like write the movie around the song or did they get this song made for the movie? And then to find out that his fucking son wrote it is just it's everything. I don't yeah. know how to deal with it. <laughs> I'm gonna write my parents a song for their anniversary. <laughs> The song is called Drive Angry, if you of couldn't have guessed. Of course it is. Of course it is. I want to be a big sister, you guys. Get the soundtrack to, to this movie is so fucking awful. Between the terrible tracks that they wrote for it and the hey. just generic-ass guitar behind everything Nick Cage does. It had a Meatloaf <laughs> song at the end. That was Meatloaf. Okay. Yeah. Of- Not a good Meatloaf song. Right. How are you going to make a movie about a man who escapes from hell, put Meatloaf and on the not, soundtrack and not use Bat Out of I Hell. Know. Right, I know. right, that's what I'm fucking saying. Like, what the fuck, what, no, whoa, come on. And, and especially if you're able to secure a Meatloaf song, it's not like you don't have the funds to get it, right? They obviously can, they just chose the wrong one. Oh no, I'm sure it's probably by price, by popularity. I think he's yeah. trying to sell that I'm Still Alive song. <laughs> uh, they already spent all their money on Nick Cage, so. No Meatloaf, sorry. <laughs> I told you not to fill up on Nick Cage or you wouldn't have room for meatloaf. <laughs> and what did they fucking do? Dave pointed out that the main bad guy in this film, Reverend Satan or whatever the fuck his name is, is Bella Yoda Swan's King. dad from that Vampire Kid movie. The Twilight series. Yeah. Twilight. <laughs> yes. I knew I knew him from somewhere, but I could not place where the fuck I knew him from other than he vaguely looks like Billy Bob Thornton and acts like him in this movie. He does look like like a mad TV Billy Bob. Yeah, but he yeah, acts look, like him too with the blood No, Ricky Ray days. Morton. We had, we already described. Yes. Ricky Ray Morton. Perfect. So here's a question. Is that, that, that southern accent that he does, is that a real shitty southern accent or was that as fake as I thought it was? I don't care. I didn't even question it because I I filtered it in my mind. It pissed me off. He could not he could not fight worth a shit. He couldn't throw a punch. He didn't. I don't think he ever threw a punch. Really, um, uh, he did in the fight scene in the Winnebago with Amber Heard. With yeah, he well, mostly just choked her though. It, it was he was very choky. It was like yeah. Emperor, um, it was kind of like Darth Vader, but if he had to actually be touching you to choke you, you know, how he mostly just chokes all of his yeah. employees. Yeah. That was this guy. I mean, I don't really expect most cult leaders to be great combatants. It's not really their thing. The scene that really sticks in my mind that made me really weirded out was toward the end where Nick Cage is driving around in the Chevelle on fire, taking out all of his friends. And to get him out of the Chevelle, King is standing there with like this weird model pose with an automatic shotgun over one shoulder and a like, but he's, but he's like arcing his back in a way that if he were to even fire any gun at 22, he'd probably fucking blow over because he's nowhere near balanced. And it just looks weird and posed and uncomfortable. And it makes no fucking sense. And I fixate on it. And I'm sorry. He didn't even fire that fucking auto shotgun. I was yeah, so does. pissed. He does. Oh, did he? he yeah, because he's standing in front of a crate full of explosives and he kicks the crate oh, over. Oh, that's and right. And then shoots the fucking and crate and it blows up. up. Right, right, right. Yes. Yeah. He almost shoots the wrong cooler. And that's how they set up the beer being there. 
Correct. for Nick Cage so he can, quote, drink beer out of Jonah King's skull like he promised. Because he said that beginning. earlier in the movie. Whoa. What? Call back. There was blood all over the skull except on the inside. It was so <laughs> clean. I'm like, wh- how? Why okay. is I mean, it He cleaner? rinsed it out first. He's not a monster. But like that's like putting on a pair of muddy boots only to find the bottoms clean and like an inch of mud inside of the shoe. Like that doesn't make sense at all. All the squishy was inside. They'd both be red. We all know that they only put that scene in there so they could have a 3D shot of him thrusting a skull full of beer and the beer sloshing out at your I face. I cannot stop God. thinking about it because they're at an old abandoned prison where there is no running water. So how the fuck did he get water to wash it out? No, he just used another beer. He's got more <laughs> beer than he's going to be able That's to true. drink. Right. Dude, do you do you know how Started long it would to take hell. to clean a fucking skull out with beer and no sponge? Does he have a sponge? Did you see sponges <laughs> in the cooler? Like, it's just fucking so many No, you so just used one questions. of the dead lackey's clothes. I mean, some yeah. of them ha- didn't have clothes on, which was fucking great. Let me just throw <laughs> that out here. But, yeah, you just used some of the dead lackey's clothes. Like, that fucking flannel homeboy was wearing? Rip that shit off. There Wipe it down on the God. inside. There you go. The random naked chicks dancing. Just again, this felt like a kid bashing dolls together. <laughs> like those are his sister's naked Barbies he found. He's like, cool, I got rid of the clothes. Just put them over there on the Winnebago. It the whole time. This just felt like a fucking seven year old made this. So Jesus. So it's not like when you're Blanca and your G.I. Joe have to jump in together to go save Barbie. Naked dancing from like Doctor Doom. (laughs) Yeah, that what this movie is. The Reverend's gonna kill Skipper if we don't get there soon. All right, I think we fangirled enough about William Fickner. Jay, I'm gonna start off with you. Tell me, are you gonna sit down and watch 2011 to drive angry again? Man, I'm glad that you brought up Cars Juice because that was my favorite part of this shit show trash film. (laughs) It does have some sexy. We didn't even talk about the original Buick Rivie that he rolls up in. But the action is terrible. Nick Cage is flat. I didn't give a shit for fucking Piper. Like, none of this movie made me care about it at all. It's not very tense. It's not super exciting. No, I will not be watching Drive Angry again. I'm angry that I watched Drive Angry. And I'm going to angrily drive away from it. But Casey, you're usually my passenger. 2011's Drive Angry. Would you watch it again? No one but the accountant was believable in this film. God bless William Fickner. No, nobody was. Not Billy Bob Thornton. Bella Swan's dad particularly offended me. Like, oh, God, he didn't act well in that vampire kid movie, but I figured it's like everybody was sucking ass in that movie. So no, once was enough. Twice would he be actual fucking hell. Nicolas Cage's drawn on eyebrows are so distracting that I just, like, <laughs> I, I can't get between. I'm stuck on his forehead because I don't want to look at his eyebrows and I don't want to look at his hair plugs. And I don't want to look at his, like, gross, swollen welt eye. No, I'm not going to watch this again. Dave, what about you? 2011's Drive Angry. Are you going to watch it again? Oh, man, I'm conflicted. This movie is very dumb. That's right. But that's not a deal breaker. That's It's a grindhouse movie. They're all really dumb, and that doesn't matter. But it's also not a particularly good example of them. It's got a few fun scenes, but it's not that they can't act, because nobody can fucking act in grindhouse movies, but they're not necessarily fun to see most of the performances here. Amber Heard is goddamn terrible. 
I just cannot stand her throughout this. Nick Cage is not Nick Caging that much in the movie. There's much better examples of Nick Cage Nick Caging than this. William Fickner's performance aside, there's not really anybody in this that is a standout performance for me. I'm not upset that I watched it, but I don't think I'd watch it again. No, there's plenty of other Grindhouse movies I could watch instead that are more fun all the way through. Dave, quick question. Would you watch this again if you could have Nick Cage's Vampire Kiss (laughs) performance injected into this film? Absolutely. Right, yeah, I... Honestly, they bought him to carry it, and I think he dropped this fucking film hard. You're right. right. I don't, I don't know what he had going on in 2011, but whatever it was, it was keeping him from spaghetti wrists. <laughs> just dropped it all over. Yeah, he just dropped it everywhere. But all right, Juice, this was your choice for the week, so it really comes down to you. Uh, Drive angry. Would you watch it again? I uh, first off, I'm angry at all of you. My- what What is wrong with this movie? I mean, of course I'm going to watch it again. There's bullets, there's bombs, there's boobs. There's everything I could ever fucking want from a movie. No, on top of the ridiculous, there was the acting doesn't have to be good. That's fine. Things were blowing up, and we had stupid reasons for things to blow up. I fucking loved this movie. I'm definitely going to go back and watch this movie again. I had more fun than I fucking probably should have for it being something that I had no idea even existed until we decided to go to hell. So, all of you can go to hell. I'm going to stay on this island by my goddamn self. Ladies and gentlemen, that is our verdict. Three out of four of us are not going to drive angry again. They're going to fucking peacefully put on some fucking Terry Gross and cruise into the sunset. I'm going to put on some Kalal Cage metal, and I'm going to drive angrily off into the other direction, the moon ride. I bid you farewell, (laughs) but actually the three of us are going to the motherfucking circus next month. Because next week's theme is Cirque du Cinema. And guess what? I'm bringing Cirque du Freak, the vampire's assistant. I literally know nothing about this film except one of the kids from that Mockingjay movie's in it. Oh. And there's like an Alan Rickman type. It's not him, but someone I was like, wow, this person's in this movie, but I think they have like three seconds of dialogue. But whatever. I'm excited. I watched one clip. You guys are going to fucking delete my number for sure. In the meantime, find us on social, Facebook at sh.ttycinema, Twitter at Bad Movies, Bad People, PPL. I'm on Instagram at casey.cinema or just plain shittycinema.com. If you want to show us some love, share us with a friend. If you want to help out in a bigger way, swing by the Shitty Cinema Patreon page. And as always, let's turn out the lights, trick a stranger into babysitting, and go low riding with an accountant. Huh? <laughs>